and we are live welcome back to strictly casual checkpoint i mean checkpoint brought to you by strictly casual your number one show rounding up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about i'm one of your hosts james walmer brought to you with my one and only lover and wow. friend the spiciest meatball in gaming vincent desantis vincent you just got back from texas how you doing I'm exhausted, dude, mentally, physically, but I had such a great time. It was a great time you away. You adjusted? No. I think that's might be why I woke up early also. Yeah. I don't really know. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't feel like I'm settled or anything yet, but um, yeah. yeah, dude, super, super busy right now, but in a good way, I feel like it's productive busy and I'm feeling like really good about that right sure. now. Um, but Love yeah, it. it's been a bummer, dude. I've been away from you guys for a week for Shika Casual. Haven't been able to stream in a week and stuff. And like, I don't know. I got a lot of things I want to do this week so yeah speaking of the channel and what's going on guys we did a san diego comic-con panel or not panel uh we just filmed us going through twitter standing outside talking to people outside the uh the hall h um panel yeah it was yeah. a panel yeah hall h yeah. panel yeah yeah the hall h panel um that's up there just skip past first 15 minutes because i didn't have writer's audio on that's fair um and we also have our freeze frame episode coming out soon. Thanks for uh, doing that. It's not way. already out. It that. was a great episode. Good. It was a really good time. Okay. So you should go back and listen to it because it was a fun conversation. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. And uh, guys, thank you to our audio listeners. You can find us on youtube.com slash strictly casual. Uh, please hit us with a rating on audio platforms and subscribe. Leave us with a rating. All that good stuff. It helps us out a lot. Just any sort of interaction with us we also want to just hear from you not just for the algorithm we want to interact with our audience mm -hmm. and the more ways we can do that the better tell us what you want tell us that i need to do my hair better in the morning tell yeah, me sure all of tell me speak sweet nothings in my ear mm -hmm. amen um guys today we're talking about a lot of stuff today is a juicy episode of checkpoint we're talking about KOTOR, we're talking about GTA 6, we're talking about PlayStation VR 2, and more. But more importantly, the mo let me let me just say real quick, I think that this is a perfectly well-rounded video. We have three main I stories that have good juice and meat and a lot of things to talk yeah. about here, mm -hmm. plus a rumor that is actually interesting and not just like a something yes. I could care less about. So, yes. like this is, I think this is perfect. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be a great episode. But most importantly, Vin, how you doing? What are you playing? Uh, I've been gone. So nothing. I haven't played anything. Um, and <laughs> what have you been wanting to play? What's been at the back of your mind? The same, like, I, I, want, I, I wish I could James, be playing this right now. I want to platinum Elden Ring so badly. <laughs> so badly. And I'm so close. Unfortunately, I streamed. I think I told you this last week, but I streamed um, Elden Ring and I did something that locked me out of an ending and so now i have to do a separate quest mm. line to then unlock that ending again yep. um and i need to figure out the timing of that to make that all line up for the trophies it's a whole thing but i i really so bad i'm so freaking close dude i can feel it i can lick it with my tongue and taste it that yeah. sexy number 30 platinum that's jumping in right there yep. um eh, yeah so that is what i want to play and then also you've been really you know I really want to play Yakuza Zero. It's really, it's not been on my mind too. I would love to jump into that. Because um, Zero is great. But yeah, I hope to get some, and yeah, I'm not going to lie, they did another update for Battlefield that I haven't jumped into yet, and I'm excited to play that and joke around mm. for a little bit. But that's it. That, that's all. 
You know, Vincent, I was on the Yakuza train for a while and noticed that I used the word was because I did a little game roulette this week. Sure. And I jumped into Arcade Again. I jumped into a little bit of Fork Knife, a little bit of Fall Guys, all that good stuff. You gotta tell me about Arcade Again. You gotta tell me about it. (laughs) I think Arcade Again is is gonna be fun with friends, but as of like solo, as a solo experience, I'm it's just not hitting for me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But there's a lot of cool unlockables and stuff like that that I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I could see myself really working towards this. Yeah. But it is that sort of risk of rain where I'm like, I don't feel the need to like play this by myself. Yep. And clear levels. Also, hate how long the tutorial. Hmm. I I found it helpful going into my first like long survival thing where I was doing like I did mm -hmm. six waves or whatever, which took forty five minutes or something to like go through all that. And I was like, ooh, some of the I'm glad I did the tutorial because I would not understand like this piece. So I'm I do I feel you though. It is a long tutorial. Yeah. I really enjoy the weapon variety in the game too. There's a lot of different weapons that have a lot of different effects. Mm -hmm. Um I was just like as a new player, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I'm trying to compare guns on the ground. And I'm like, I have yeah. no idea what behaves like what. Right. I picked up a gun that was a healing gun, and I didn't know it was a healing gun. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess I need to later. find a new yeah. gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. But the main game I've been playing this week, I booted it up twice, and I've already put in about six hours, and that's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Let's go baby i didn't expect it to really stick with me the way that it is right now but that is the game i'm thinking about wanting to jump into but cautiously because i'm like if i jump into this game it's not gonna let me go for like three hours yeah where are you at i just did the raid with jesse where she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a different bomb with like lower blasting agent oh Um, yeah and that's after the the you break into her mom's house. Correct. Yes. So I did that whole thing, and okay. now we're going back. Cool. So you've already you're at the slums already, and or are you back at the slums? Not we're yet? not back at the slums yet. We well, hold on. Is the whole thing where you go to sleep, but then the ghosty ghoul goblin guys come back to the town, and they all swirl oh, yeah, around that's the and slums. they fight everyone? Yeah, yeah. You're past yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I did that. So, and that was kind of a big story thing. I would say that you're still in the intro of the game after six hours, which is absolutely wild. It, it seriously that is, is a 50-hour 50, 50 game. Yeah, I can see that. I'm like, this game is just, I can tell this is a game. And oh my god, I love the characters so much. And that Characters is are great. They really are. Really, really good characters. And the combat's just fun. It's just so fun. The combat is a lot of fun. There's a lot to master. There's a lot to play around with in terms of mm-hmm. um the different elemental attacks or i guess or what do they yes. call them in there um the spells but what's the word they have the uh, damn uh it. the 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 map no um i don't know it'll come to me the, the balls the balls oh, materia 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 yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it's called yeah different mixes of that in your i mean i'm sure you only have like one or two slots right now available on your i do have um, two slots I, I think by the end of the game you i have had like that six. other sword with whoa i had the other sword with three slots but i don't want to use that so i want to use i use clouds the cloud buster sword. i use cloud buster until like the final I'm sorry clouds buster sword yeah I use that until like the final three chapters or whatever when i got this like insane double-edged just like i it was so Whoa. badass, and it had way more slots. So I was like, "I need to use this. I'll upgrade it. I don't yeah. care. I, just, I have a lot of materials." But 
I did stick with that yeah. one throughout most of it. Um, and then there's it's one so cool. How could you not? Yeah, there's one more sword that looks similar to Guts Greatsword, like very similar. Whoa! And that's like the third sword or whatever, and that has a special yeah. attack. So you use the weapons until you unlock their special right. attacks, and then you can and slot you can... those special attacks. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's a great. That's it's a great really thing. cool. So it's a great system. Yeah, I, I did that with that sword because that has my favorite special attack. You mix that with like the mm -hmm. final sword, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, Good it's game. just so much fun. Um, and the one thing, the one game design mechanic that. I don't particularly love mm -hmm. is this is a fairly common trope I'll say in some of these story-based games um that puts you in moments of um of urgency of wanting to like of needing to leave a certain place yeah at a certain time get back to a rendezvous point they want at the forefront of your mind to be like I need to leave and go to this location because they slap a timer to... on the top of the screen sometimes yeah sometimes and so i'm like okay yeah but then they also put a bunch of like collectibles and destructible things in the environment to like catch your attention and go off and i'm like fuck why you gotta do this yeah you know what i mean i'm like ugh, you're trying to you're creating a sense of urgency and i appreciate that but like you're breaking everything going off I'm, if i'm breaking everything along the way it kind of like breaks that sense of urgency i can understand that um yeah I think that hits hard in the beginning, and there might be a little bit of that in the end too. The set, the mm -hmm. urgency type stuff that you're talking about. Hmm. Yeah, that's. I like the urgency. I like events with a timer. But you want to collect it, those health. You want everything you could possibly collect. Yeah. Yes. Also, but maybe that's just what the game is trying to condition me to go against. Is like you sure. need to decide. You know, you need to. Something that I didn't really learn to like halfway through is to be using those vending machines that you get before certain areas and encounters yeah. because sometimes you just simply cannot pick enough health pick up enough health potions and you're going to need like right. that is like that was so huge to me like i was struggling hard with some of the easier stuff in the game like i should just buy like i should just buy some stuff it's not even going to kill me that much to use this much uh, mm -hmm. currency what, what a great game i can't wait to hear more of your thoughts going into it there's some really awesome battles like boss fights in here too some beautiful cinematics and like just good moments it's a gorgeous game everything looks so good yeah i'll say there's <laughs> the the voice dubbing is either really good or really bad oh yeah yeah, sometimes. yeah yeah no in between like that beginning in the first act of the game when it's a close-up on sephiroth's mouth yeah and he's saying something to you and you can see like his tongue like mm. hit the roof of his mouth when he's enunciating certain words. I was yeah. like, holy shit, this is incredible. Okay. It really, this dude is talking it's to speaking. me. Yeah. Right. But then other times I'm like watching just Tifa or Cloud say something. I'm like, does it, is this a bad and, dub over? You know what I mean? I think it's part of the charm, dude. I kind of like it a little bit. It's <laughs> yeah. so weird. Cause like, I know what you mean. It's like, I know it's not good and it's probably not supposed to be like that or whatever, but I'm like, yeah. oh, it's like, I, it's just like I sent you a clip um, on Twitter today of a movie that had a really terrible yes. English dub over it. And I'm like, that's just part. Yes. Of, I just like that. I just like it. I don't mm -hmm. know. There's a certain like campiness to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, great. Oh, man. Cannot wait for the sequel to this game, too. That's it. Sorry, Yakuza Zero. You're going back on the back burner. <laughs> F. Hate to see it. But guys, let's jump into the first thing that we got going today. And that's review roundups for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. 
super highly anticipated and stuff. And I can't believe it's out already. James, hit us with what we got. I can't either. First of all, Eurogamer gives it its essential. Video Games Chronicle gave it a 5 out of 5. Destruct, Destructo gave it a 9.5 out of 10. IGN an 8 out of 10. GameSpot 8 out of 10. Press Start 8 out of 10. Game Informer 7.25 out, out of 5. Or sorry, out of 10. Uh, <laughs> it really just overshot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is what's really surprising to me. A Metacritic of 90 with 30 critics. Yeah. And an open critic of 86. This is one of those games, Vincent, that I realize or I recognize this is an incredible game and it's probably a must play. But, or sorry, that meta score is down to an 89 right now. Okay. Uh, but nevertheless, impressive. Um, but I'm never probably going to get around to playing this game. Hmm. I've just made my peace that I'm not going to play this for this foreseeable future. Yeah. I, I've had people recommend it to me and I'm sure I would like it if I played it. Um, yeah, but it's not anywhere near the top of my list, but really here's a cool thing I've kind of noticed about this is we've had a lot of games come out recently that have like rave reviews, like must play reviews, even some indie games yes. coming out. And I just think that's really cool. These games, most of these games have been delayed or like their release date was guessed to be earlier than it was and stuff. And it sure. sounds like they're taking their time, you know, and it, mm-hmm. delivering these really good experiences, you know? So this is awesome to me that it's getting great reviews and the people that are playing it are loving it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, um, I just think we're really in a good spot right now in terms of game development. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we got some positive things in the next story too, in terms of game development. We do. Think. We do have a lot of positive things. Um, especially in terms of like where we, I can only see it getting better from yeah. here on out. Yes. You know what I mean? I would agree. Let's just get right into that then. Let's get into it. James, tell me about the story. After years of waiting and years of speculation and rumors, we finally have some rock hard, if I will say, details. (laughs) (laughs) Grand Theft Auto 6, dude. Okay. This is from Rockstar GTA 6 update broken by Bloomberg. Also, audio listeners can see this disgusting bug bite on my arm right now. I'm itching everywhere. It's is terrible anyways those texan bugs straight from bloomberg article is jason schreier this is jason schreier of course jason schreier doing the lord's work as he always does um this is james note right here just saying that it's a lot of workplace culture changers rather than concrete gameplay details but it still gives you some gameplay stuff it comes yeah i have more concrete ones uh later on down the line at the end of this list i'll read a couple of these and then throw it to you james and we'll kind of you know tackle this bad boy but yeah feeling the need to move in a more tasteful and progressive direction rockstar has already removed transphobic jokes from the most recent release of gta 5 and significantly narrowed its gender pay gap things that i these are things that i didn't know already happened right these are already changes they've placed within gta 5 when they re-released the game onto consoles or sorry next-gen consoles currently current-gen consoles. Uh, yeah. Um, they took out a lot of the offensive humor that they felt they stepped too far over the line. And I want to just point this out, too. I think it is very cool that this is came out in a Bloomberg report and stuff, like mm-hmm. something that they're doing, and not a... Um, They felt like it was something they needed to do and not make it like a press release of, oh, look at us. Look how we're better by doing this. Yeah, they didn't virtue signal. Like they're, we're, we're leading the industry in being progressive, which we're still a satirical game, but we're, we're also progressive. Yeah. This feels like way more like awesome. 
good for you guys. It wasn't like, look at us, check us out. Like, look, look, yeah. look at what we're doing over here. Feels a lot more humble. So I, I think that is very cool. Um, and this is awesome news too. GTA 6 will include a playable female protagonist for the first time. Uh, the woman who is Latina will be part of a pair of leading characters in a story influenced by the bank robbers, Bonnie and Clyde. Pretty, Which I think is really cool. Pretty cool. That sounds great to me. That sounds really fun. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'll get a couple more here. Developers are also being cautious not to punch down by making jokes about marginalized groups. And as for culture, Rockstar employees described a workplace culture full of drinking, brawling, and excursions to strip clubs. So this is then talking about like previous experience in the office Thank culture. Because I was like, what around the fuck? Like yeah. yeah, no, no, it's like, we're in this progressive direction. Unfortunately, no, this is before they started taking steps in a better direction. Um, this is like, worse. we see a lot of things like uh, that are very synonymous to Blizzard workplace culture Yeah. Um, around the time of when we were talking about that earlier this year. And no, actually that was last year. Um, but I'll just get into it right, right yeah. now. Though GTA 5 was wildly successful, there was uh, an outcry of hundreds of Rockstar employees to speak about not only like the workplace harassment, but also the difficult work environment. There's the, the article highlights a lot of how the company was kind of built on crunch and a lot of these like, yeah, we're going to we're going to make these huge games, but we're going to we're going to put in the work to make these like the best games ever. So I didn't put in a lot of the details, but um, like a lot of those were like hundred hour work weeks. Yeah. And this quote know? is good, too, that you have in here. Yeah, it says uh, since that outcry, Rockstar has attempted to reinvent and reinvent itself as a more progressive and compassionate workplace, according to interviews with more than 20 people who work there or left recently. So this is now yes. all of whom requested anonymity because they weren't authorized to speak publicly. One employee described it as a boys club transformed into a real company. A spokesman from Rockstar declined to comment, which I find interesting that a spokesman after having positive um after having positive feedback from an anonymous employee that a spokesman declined to comment because it feels like you would want to kind of reinforce that positive messaging from a PR perspective. Um, yeah. As, I, as for writing, go ahead. Pardon, this reads to me like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy for Rockstar for this, first yeah. of all. And if GTA 5 was created from a dev team that was a boys club and... Um, what other things did they say? Uh, workplace culture full of drinking, brawling, and excursions to strip clubs. If that if that was the workplace that created GTA Five, can you effing imagine people honed in on making GTA Six? By the way, like I think they want to say proof is in the pudding. Like here's our game. Eventually, yeah. when it comes out, look at. Uh, obviously, the game's gonna be incredible. I have no doubt in my mind. I have no doubt in my mind this mm -hmm. will be a great game, but. Mm -hmm the proof of that being a great game is also coming from changing the wor workplace culture. And I think that's what they're trying to nail. It's not like along the way, yeah. they're not trying to have articles being like, Oh, look at all the stuff that we're changing. Look at all this. Look how we're, they're not into that business. They're like, we're changing things for right. the better. And we're going to show you that we're changing things for the better. Here's what it's going to exactly. be. Exactly. And I think a part of that is there's another quote in this article where they talk about, or Jason Trier talks about, um, they they did they talk about their their method of going about satire yeah. for GTA six and GTA five and GTA historically is pretty raunchy a little on the Absolutely. nose yeah. not super tongue in cheek and it seems like he comments on how it's almost 
strange or funny or ironic even that the workplace culture is so like derivative of a lot of the like like you would think oh the workplace would be much different than the things they're making fun of but it actually parallels the workplace culture yeah pretty spot on um until now and there's an interesting point he makes where he says um one of the rock star employees says like well if we look at the u.s and where it is right now it's like already a satire of itself like Mm. we don't need to do a lot in order to make it satire we'll just kind of like work with what we already have and i think Mm-hmm. That'll make it for a lot more of a, a lot less of, I think it'll make it more tasteful, but also like less outrageous or like they're really, mm-hmm. you know, like reaching up at something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. sometimes it can just be a little too on the nose. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll make it for better humor. even. Sure. Um, mer- commenting again, morale across the country is, or sorry, not the country, the company is higher than it's ever been though the development of GTA 6 has been slower than expected. Morale across the company is higher than it's ever been, though the development of GTA 5... Sorry, the same thing I just said. Um, this is partially due to COVID, but also to the restructuring that kept overtime under control in regards to crunch, because yeah. that's, it was a big um, issue. So a lot of that is... I'm going to jump down to... Um, staff support changes so there's more producers to help avoid overtime there's scheduling changes conversion of contractors to full-time employees removal removal of abusive employees new mental health and leave benefits and staff is just more flexible with their time yeah overall vincent can you wrap us up with that game info yeah so we have a little more game info which is the working title for gta 6 is project americas the main location is a fictional version of miami and its surrounding areas interesting which is a cool setting for gta Mm -hmm. miami's a great setting for gta uh and it's set to evolve over time adding new cities so you know the live service aspect scares me but i think gta 5 has been one of the more successful like gta 5 online is a very successful live service still it's still one of the most popular games i have a lot more hope for this uh it it doesn't feel like a white lie or just like a lie like to try to get people on board it feels like yeah, they'll probably do that. That sounds like mm-hmm. that sounds like they could do that. Um, and then also, the game world is already large, and there's more interior locations than previous GTA games, which is super dope. I that also that. gets me excited. Yep, dude, I'm very excited for GTA Six. I I can't lie. Me like, I'm, too. I really, really am excited, and not just for yeah. the story because I am excited for the story, but I'm excited for the online play with everybody. I'm excited to like not jump in and have a hacked online lobby right off the bat, like things like this. You know, like quality of yeah. life and just what gta looks like in 2023 or 4 or whatever this is now um whatever this is going to come out in uh, yeah instead of a 2014 gta or 2013 gta i'm really excited to because rockstar loves to get down into the nitty-gritty of the details we saw that in red dead redemption 2 which is and we'll continue to see that you know and so i'm just really looking forward to see what they do to set apart GTA six and see like, yeah, this, this feels like real life. Like you'll yeah. notice things and be like, Oh, that's crazy that they included yeah. this level of detail that when this happens, like this real world thing happens that this affects X, Y, and Z, or that they nail down interior spaces. So well that you're able to interact with like all these things or red, you dead, know. red dead two released on PS4 and Xbox one. And yeah. it is one of the most impressive games I've ever seen in my life. Yes. I, I cannot imagine what it's been four years since that five years since that now 
yeah. wow, which is so crazy to think. That was 2017 yes. or 2018. Um, no, it came out while we were in college. Yeah, freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah, 2018, 2018. Um, so yeah, it, this game will release five to six years after Red Dead Redemption 2. That is a long time. That is half a decade, dude. Half a decade. Yeah. There's going to be huge changes. This is going to be insane. I'm so excited. It's going to probably be the biggest change from a Rockstar game like to date. Which is wild. So wild to me. That is very wild to me. Can't wait, man. Absolutely cannot wait. All right. So what I'm going to do for this clip, yep. Vincent, is I'm just going to I'm gonna start off with your big cam. And then when you kick it off to me, it's going to go my big cam. And then start with two. Start like... with the two. Okay. That way it gets both of us. Well, like start with the two while I enter the headline and then click to me when I start reading the bullet points. Great. You got it. And then I'll after I get done, I'll switch it back. And yeah. For like discussion. Perfect. Audio listeners, I love yeah. you. Thank you for listening to that. Listening to yeah. our pre-planning. Okay. Right. You let me I'm know. Give, give you that countdown. Three, three. Oh shit. I'm gonna do that again. I, I just Okay. Three, two. Guys, I'm really sad to report that Knights of the Old Republic, the PS5 remake, is reportedly delayed indefinitely. This comes from Games Radar. Big F here. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is reportedly in serious trouble and has been delayed indefinitely. That is according to a new report from, from Bloomberg. Speaking to the people familiar with the ongoing development from the remake at Aspire Media, throughout July, according to the report, studio heads have been meeting with employees to inform them that Knights of the Old Republic remake is effectively on hold. This is reportedly so that the studio can search for new contracts and development opportunities. Like a complete dump, dude. A complete dump of this. So what else do we have here? It's not looking good. In late June, Asper Media reported, reportedly presented Sony and Lucasfilm with a vertical slice of the remake to represent their own vision of the final project. In the meetings the following month, studio heads told employees that the vertical slice, quote, wasn't where they wanted it to be, unquote. And that two studio heads, design director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner, had both been fired from the company. James, I just want to talk about this real quick. This company, yeah. this company, brings mm -hmm. a vertical slice of the game of what the game will be like finished. So let's say the game is completely unfinished, whatever, they're still working on it, but they have one section where they're like, this is what the final product is going to look like and play like. They deliver this, they play it. Can you imagine working on this for so many years and then just having, um, you know, the heads of the studio Insane. be like, this is not quite it, guys. This <laughs> doesn't cut it. it. And then they fire the two it. directors of the game because of this vertical slice. It's not even like, let's make it better. It's like, you guys are not, this is not the good vision. This is not right. I mean... To some extent, I have to think like, yeah, they know what's best for this game and maybe they just weren't the right people to be working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could be. Even if it, but delayed indefinitely just doesn't sound good. It sounds like it's in development hell. Before I comment more, if you have anything last to say, I'm going to continue. Continue. Just so we get the full picture. Ultimately, the fate of the Knights of the Old Republic re remake remains unclear. According to the new report, it's claimed that Asper Media originally wanted to release the remake announced in September 21 by the end of 2022. That's this year. Employees speaking as part of the report now believe that a more realistic release window is at some point in 2025. There's also a belief that developer Saber, who is collaborating with Asper Media on the remake project, now might take over the game completely. The Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake is still slated to be a PS5 console launch exclusive, but we'll have to wait and see any further details about its ongoing development troubles. Yeah, uh, here's what I got. Is this in development hell? I, 
I think you could say this is officially in development hell right now, but it is in a development gray area to where we don't know if this will be continued to be developed at this point in time. We This game... Well, we yeah. kind of do. Und- maybe not under Asper, but, but potentially under Saber. I don't know anything about Saber. Me neither. Couldn't tell you. I have no idea. But the fact that... The fact that they're asking the studio to reach, like, to look for new contracts and development opportunities is crazy. Now, one thing we know Lucasfilm has the ability to just can Star Wars projects in the past because it's happened. They can after seeing stuff or trailers and stuff like that. I don't think this is too late to get canceled, you know. But I think this is a big player for them. If you really think about it, like, I, I think this would be the time to cancel it, though, if they were thinking about canceling 100%. it. Now would be the time before people get their hopes up with the gameplay or something or whatever mm-hmm. it looks like. The fact right. that they're saying that it was going to launch in 2021, push to 2022, and now, if it would ever come out, it would be 2025. No, no, no. They were not originally going to release. It was just announced in September 21. It was not slated for 2021 release. Oh, they wanted to release the remake by the end of 2022, but now they're saying yes. it might release in 2025. 2025. But that's from people... We don't know. We have no comment from the developers whatsoever. These are just from inside people. So, like... I don't know what the fate of this game is, if it's actually happening, but delayed indefinitely could mean a lot of things. We've seen delayed indefinitely get a pickup, get a new release date and actually release. Yep. But we've also seen that be delayed forever and canceled and done. It's hard, yeah. it's really sad, dude. I am I was extremely excited for this game. Extremely excited. Yep. Especially because I think the Star Wars story um, is, you know, people... People claim it's one of the best Star Wars stories is is through yes. Knights of the Old Republic. So the fact that we were going to be able to play a remake of that on PS5 with like just we that insane CG trailer we saw which was just of Revan walking out of the darkness was so badass. Like I I'm so excited to play this. It's a bummer, man. This is a huge bummer. I'm still I'm still hesitant to say this is a bummer because I want to trust that Sony and Lucasfilm have a good yeah have a high expectation for this. And if they aren't meeting that high expectation because Imagine if this did release at the end of 22 in the state that they might have seen it in. And we're like, shit, this is not good. That would, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would suck. So I really like, I think Sony and Lucasfilm know the high bar that is set for Mm -hmm. this game and what it means to the fans and what it means for the franchise as a whole. Um, And I want to expect, and I, I hope they do. And that's me projecting like a little bit of my hope. But I would expect them to know how, important this game is and that they would have such a high expectation yeah for this game to absolutely look and feel incredible right yeah i agree i think that's great guys if you want to know more about kotor and its indefinite delays or if it's happening all of that stick right here strictly casual we appreciate you guys if you're listening to audio or you're listening to this clip on youtube you can check out the full audio podcast on all audio platforms just type in strictly casual checkpoint on you know spotify apple music google Podcasts, whatever the crap you listen to podcasts on you can find us there or you can watch the whole video podcast right here on youtube.com slash casual if you become a member we appreciate you guys for watching and we'll see you on the next one beautiful we're good we're good beautiful bring us into the next one final of the big stories we got more psvr2 details and we also get a little info about the meta quest yes i'm going to talk about that at the end of this but i'm going to get into psvr2 sony has revealed that you won't need to take off the playstation vr2 headset to explore your real world surroundings earlier today on july 26th that was earlier in the week playstation unveiled a host of new details about the user experience side of the playstation vr2 headset chiefly the new the new 
the new gen, that's a weird way to say it. The new gen headset <laughs> has a mode where you can explore your real world surroundings without taking the headset off, meaning you can switch between the real and digital worlds at will. Some people call this a, uh, like a, oh, what is it called? Uh, not pass through, but they have a. I think that is what it's oh, called. I think it's called okay. a pass through. Um, but, you know, just it uses the external cameras on the headset to look through. So you don't have to look, you don't have to go, you know, take yes. off the headset and look, uh, look for your controllers or whatever. Uh, you can safely engage in your VR environment. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there's a brand new broadcast feature for the PlayStation VR 2 headset. If you hook up a new PlayStation 5 HD camera to your console, you'll be able to film and record yourself while you're playing games, capturing your reaction to certain moments, or even capturing your entire experience to using content creation. This is really cool for content creators. Yeah. To me, um, it would be it'll be very interesting how it integrates because mm -hmm. people, I mean, if you're streaming at all like seriously or like interested in doing that you're not using the playstation to stream because it's so limited in what you can do now it's not bad you could stream in 1080 and read chat off it and that you could do the basics with it but like yeah. i want to be able to use this camera with the playstation and then have that as like another source in obs yeah. like not just what's coming like through the elgato i want to be able to like capture the camera the playstation camera and the mm -hmm. playstation which i don't think is an even doable thing so we'll see how useful yeah. this will be I, what I think it'll be useful for, James, is pre-recorded videos. It's like you record it with the PlayStation camera or whatever. Like in Beat Saber, I love those videos where the camera's behind the person and you see like yes. a whole room. That's awesome to me. And that is only done with like a green screen and stuff right now. So if they can integrate that sort yeah. of stuff into this, chef's kiss, baby. Chef's kiss. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. You'll also be able to customize your play area through the PlayStation VR 2 settings. This means you can effectively map out your play area, responding to any objects or furniture surrounding you. Then you'll receive a warning when exceeding your play area. They showed a little video along with this that allows you to just kind of like Splatoon style you paint, paint your yeah. play area. Um, and that's your that's your area. It's a little 3D uh, map also, basically, which is just kind of yeah, cool. It's a little 3D map. <laughs> also, and it's like that technology of a 3D map, by the way, is like mind blowing to me that there's apps on your phone. Like I 3D mapped my room just to do it. And I have a full 3D model of my room like on my phone that I can like zoom in and that's get pretty crazy details. And it's like, that's a free app. Like it's so wild. Yeah. That technology is like just getting better and better and better. It's wild. Yeah. It's really, really cool. That's it also has two display modes, VR mode and cinematic mode. First of these options functions, as you might think for any VR headset, giving you full 300 degree control with complete screen surrounding you. On the other hand, cinematic mode gives you a cinema screen view in your PlayStation VR two headset complete with 60 Hertz and 120 Hertz mode the resolution for the cinematic mode is only 1080p however okay so the screen the screen in the headset is only um there's still no release date for playstation vr 2 but at least we finally have some more concrete details about the user experience did you see the developer that has that had the psvr 2 and they're working on a game psvr 2 and they took a photo of it like on their chair and posted it to twitter got taken down super fast but it's the first like First real look we've got at it yes, in person. It, it was like on a leather chair. Yeah, right? like a black leather chair. I was like, damn, yeah. like, there it is. That's it, dude. That's yeah. crazy. It looks great. I think we are way closer to actually seeing this than we think. I, I really I think this is about done. I could see it by the end of next year, like fall 2023. Oh, oh, I'm thinking beginning. Spring? I'm thinking the beginning of the year slash like, what is it? It's August right now. It's about to be August. Yeah, it's August. Is it oh, you think it might be this holiday? James, we still have five months, five months, dude. Remember, we, do still have we five only months. learned about the PSVR like less than a year ago. PSVR 2. 
Uh-huh. We heard rumors of it back. You check out like the first three episodes of Checkpoint. There's a, a PSVR 2 rumor on there. Yeah, there is. Um, but also that was 120 episodes ago, which means that was like. That is insane. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm excited, man. This is going to be is going to be awesome. Following this news, uh, the Meta Quest gets a hundred dollar price hike. Increase the price by a hundred dollars, which I think gives PlayStation VR two much more room to breathe in terms of pricing. Because I think the Meta Quest was its primary competitor at that price point. Is it we don't be, have a yeah. price point for PlayStation VR two, but I was like, damn, I don't under like I don't know how feasible it would be to ask people. In order to the five hundred dollar, four five hundred dollar machine they already have to pay another four five hundred dollars for a headset. Is that what you're still thinking the price can be? Five hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. I'll say four hundred. I'm gonna say four hundred too. That sounds about right. But now that the Meta Quest is what also four hundred. I don't know how much I I can look. I think it went. Yeah, look right now. But now if the Meta Quest is now four hundred dollars. Granted, you still don't have to pay four hundred dollars for a PlayStation Five, but for Gamers who really already have PlayStation fives. That's more of that gives more of a incentive, especially if they get like a 4K screen, these yeah. uh, really nice controllers with uh, haptic feedback that have full finger, uh, all oh my god, like 100% finger uh, integration yeah. or tracking. Um, it's no contest. So in terms of technical specs, price increase went from 400 to 500 for the MetaQuest. So you were right. Oh so my god! It is, it's four ninety nine. Um, keep in mind for the sixty four gig. Keep in mind that's four ninety nine for the two fifty six gigabyte. Oh, okay. So that's the big guy. Okay. Um, but they're oh oh sorry. Excuse me. It's four hundred dollars for the one hundred and twenty eight gigabyte and five hundred dollars yeah. for the two fifty six gigabyte. So the cheapest entry you can get to this is four hundred dollars. But is that are you telling me it was only three hundred to get in last time? It was two ninety. It was only three hundred dollars okay. to get in last time. Wow. What they might have done is they slashed the 64 gigabyte model, so you can't buy that anymore. And so now the 128 gigabyte model might be the lowest you can go. But look up that 64 gigabyte because it would be kind of wild if they just slashed that entirely. That would be insane. The Oculus, well, they still call it. Yeah, they don't even have the meta. It's not like it's still branded with Oculus and it's all resale stuff. So they're not doing the 64 anymore. That sounds wow correct wow crazy whoa which you don't even have to worry about storage on a playstation vr2 because it's all in the system yeah that's kind of the you know there's a couple pros to having the wire versus the wireless the pros mm-hmm. being spec wise and stuff they can deliver higher performance stuff with the wire yeah. cons is it's not wireless that's the con you know right so you just got to get a little creative with cable management. It's a little more difficult for smaller spaces. Absolutely. Um, some people have like, I've seen pulley systems that people have in their... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, they'll like have a pulley on the top of their, on so their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it keeps it up. So you don't have to worry about tripping on it. Very, very interesting. Now. Vincent. Yeah. We're moving on a rumor watch. Rumor watch, baby. I, I can't wait to get jingles for this shit so I can just click a button and then we have like a rumor watch jingle cool. and a random fun That'd stuff cool jingle. shit. Oh, we need that. That would really take us to cool the next shit. level. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll text Enzo. I'll be like, Enzo, we need like a two-second <laughs> Guys, EA. I, I guess. I don't know. This this report's confusing to me. There is a Black Panther game in yeah. development right now by a studio. A studio. 
Now, the headlines say EA is making this, but when you really start reading all the articles, it's a new studio that we'll get into right now. Maybe EA is publishing and a new studio is developing it. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But this comes from VentureBeat or our good friend of the show, who's not a friend of the show, Jeff Grubb. Jeff Grubb, baby. Jeff Grubb. Jeff, we'd love to have you on sometime. God bless you. Electronic yep. Arts is getting into the superhero game, which is so stupid because Electronic Arts is already in the superhero game. They have superhero stuff, right? What do they? Do they? I don't think they do. Really? I don't think they do. Interesting. Okay. Because are you thinking what? Avengers? That's Square Enix. That's Square Enix, yeah. Spider-Man uh, is Insomniac. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right. I mean, they got ant, they got superhero type games. I guess it's the first like comic who, book Who thing published though. Marvel's Ultimate Alliance? Uh, Capcom. Capcom. Yeah. Good game. Good games right there. Okay. Good games. EA is getting into the superhero game with a new title based on the Black Panther, according to a report from Giant Bomb member and former Games Beat staffer Jeff Grubb on his daily news show, Game Mess Mornings. So That's awesome. A fun name. According to Grubb, the title is in early development and is a single player affair. A new Seattle studio founded by former Monolith Productions VP and studio head Kevin Stevens is likely working on the project. Very, very exciting here. And the game will start with the death of one Black Panther. Players will take on a character that is becoming the newest incarnation of the Wakanda hero. Now, although Black Panther has shown up as a playable character in Marvel team-up and crossover games like Square Enix, The Avengers, and Nintendo's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, he hasn't yet starred in his own major solo title. Know how this says he, but in the new, I mean, Marvel movie, in the new, you know, Wakanda Forever movie, it's looking like it's not going to... supposed to be a she. It's going to be a or, she, yeah. We don't yeah. know who yet. I I have some questions here, James. I'm going to ask you. Do oh. you think... Let's say this game's happening and this is true. When would be an optimal yeah. time for them to announce that? Because it's not going to launch alongside the movie. The movie's way too soon for that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that happening. I would say it would be around the release of the movie is when they do the ta the, the teaser. Gonna, yeah. I think that an would be... An early smart. teaser. Um, Maybe not a full trailer, but a teaser. Now, I only think that would be the case if... The character that they're doing in the game is the same character that takes over the mantle in Black Panther movie. In the movie. Because we mm -hmm. don't know who's doing the movie and we have no idea if this game is going to be... Um, uh, like a tie-in? Well, not even just a tie-in, but any way connected. I have a feeling it's not yeah. any way connected, but it's very interesting. That's to what I got a feeling too also. It's going to start the game with the death of Black Panther to have a new mantle is yeah. oddly, oddly similar. But it could be, know? but that could also be... T'Challa's dad, because T'Challa's dad was Black Panther before T'Challa. Great call. That is great. Yeah, I think you could be yeah. right there. We. That's what. That's. That and would that's be a very traditional storyline to tell. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. That's a good point. Is it might not be a. Maybe. It might not be, what the movie is, going to be. No, I hope it's not what the movie is. Me too. I hope it's totally different and separate. But, I'm really excited. I think Black Panther is a perfect candidate for a solo game oh yeah i think wakanda is a perfect setting for a, video a lot game of as stealth well. a lot of stealth jungle areas to explore climbing trees you got a lot of got a lot of cool weapons and tools at your disposal you can use like a predator-esque um, stealth system it, it is it's very much like a like a predator yeah. type thing mm -hmm. oh, that'd be that'd be tight that'd be sick um tell us a little bit more about like the developers because you this is you not speculated that the amy heading team by the way this is not the Emmy Amy Henning team. She, okay. Yeah, there's Amy Emmy Henning team. It's yeah, Henning. Amy Henning team. Jeff Grubb posted a picture of all the Marvel uh like yes. games in development right now, and Amy's game was 
different than this Black Panther project. What was Amy's game? It just says Untitled Amy Project. <clears throat> we, we still don't know what she's okay. working on. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, what, did, did you hear the also another rumor kind of milling around, by the way, about the Marvel games that um, like Spider-Man 2 will not only have playable Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales or whatever, but we'll have a DLC with another playable character that will siphon into a new like game eventually. And people are like, oh, and it, it's not Wolverine. Like that's it's, it's not it Wolverine. Venom. Are we getting a Venom game? James, I think. I'm gonna dream. I'm gonna dream big, real quick. I'm gonna dream, dream real big. big. Play it all, me, Vin. I'm talking to team up with a new hero we haven't seen in an Insomniac game yet, and I'm thinking. Who are you thinking? I'm thinking we go Daredevil, baby. Do you know how much love Marvel is giving to Daredevil right now? So much love. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no evidence whatsoever of this theory at all. Oh but my god! I think. You know, Daredevil plays nice with Spider-Man. They have a lot of good interaction and a lot of good storylines right. together. Let's let's think about let's think about characters that have had iconic interactions with Spider-Man. We got Wolverine, who we already got slated for. We got Green Goblin. Well, I think Green Goblin's gonna be a bad guy in this game. Yeah, in definitely. We got Venom, who's also gonna be in this game. Yep. But I don't I, I don't know what the capacity looks like because they could they could do a little tease and have him as a antagonist and then boop DLC play as Venom. Boom. There's that perspective that sure. kickstarts the Venom game or I'm thinking I think playable uh, as Hulk. I think playing as Venom absolutely is going to be a part of this. I would hope so. I would love to play as Venom. So Who's going to be Hulk? Venom? Um, do you think Venom's going to take over someone or is it going to be a just different character or is Venom going to be like no. his beast character? No, it's he's not like independent. If that's what you're saying, I think he's gonna right. latch on to. Uh, I think they're gonna do it different, and I think Harry Osborn is gonna be Venom. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Because I don't think the other characters have are in the franchise. Like Eddie Brock is yeah. in yeah. Spider-Man universe. Yet. So I'm neither actually, is Flash Thompson. I, I lied. I did play a little bit of Spider-Man this week. I don't know if I said this last week too, but um, oh, I just I have that forever downloaded on my PlayStation and. I know a lot of people that auto popped all the trophies from PS4 to PS5 because you could download your save, but I just started fresh, dude. And I, I haven't even done yeah. any story. I did the prologue and I've been just doing all the collectibles just for fun right now. And then I'll play yeah. like I'll get I'll sweep up all the collectibles, do all the crimes, and then I'll just play the story straight through. And I'll like and then I'm going to enjoy that because it's not a long story. And but I just really like it. And I can't wait to like re redo that on PS5. Great story because the end shot. if spoilers for Marvel spoilers Spider-Man. yeah spoilers for marvel spider-man the end shot is of uh, presumably harry's body and what looks like the green goblin tank a back to tank right uh-huh. yeah a back to tank <laughs> yep and then you see the venom like splat against That's, the yeah. the front of the of the thing so i'm like i'm getting a little bit of doubles here we're seeing yeah. something that looks like turning into green goblin but we're all seeing what if the green goblin toward... what if venom takes over green goblin maybe i don't know that would get wild but i think uh i think insomniac is a little too like traditional in terms of like their like uh characters portrayal sure you know what i mean like doc ock was pretty standard you know what i mean there wasn't a huge twist for doc ock but it was such a good story it was such a good story great story i cried at the at the first time i played it through i cannot wait to do that again to cry again great story yeah (laughs) in marvel (laughs) spider-man Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited about this Black Panther game. Uh, 
I don't. We obviously there's no details. It's kind of a rumor right now. But Jeff mm-hmm. Grubb has just an incredible track record with this right now. So I wouldn't. He does say this is great leaker. Yeah. I don't know who his sources are, but they're hidden. Yeah, they're his sources. Um, but time to move on to RFS for a little bit. Woo-hoo. People say prefer the show story. So story, James. Back and forth. Let's get it. Secret area is found in near automata five years after release. It's a secret door and it goes through like a whole like cathedral looking thing and it looks very inception. Uh yeah, looks pretty cool. Looks uh, very cool. The there's a rumor for the new PS plus games in August. It's confirmed. Really? Yeah. This, this Sony said. Really? So yeah. Oh my god. Okay, sweet. We get Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, which is awesome. Can't wait to play that. Yep. That's a game that I probably wouldn't have bought, but super glad is on this because I'll definitely be playing it. Mm-hmm. Yakuza Like a Dragon and Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares. Yeah. Which I've seen so much. Great play. month. Dude, incredible month. Incredible month. And then Great month. in August for PS Plus Extra and Premium members, you're going to get eight Yakuza games. Now, that's not what it says. It says in 2022, you get eight Yakuza sorry. games. Join the PS Plus catalog. They'll slowly get there. You'll get, yeah. you know, Zero, like Dragon, Kwame, Kwame 2, and then Yakuza 3 through 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it's worth mentioning that f- I think it's 4, 5, and 6. No, no, no. I think it's just 5 and 6. Those are only available for the PlayStation Plus, Plus Premium tier. Which is because most of these games have either released on PS4 before or they did that uh, collection with 1, 2, and 3 that re-released on the mm-hmm. PS4. So mm-hmm. all those PS4 games are going to be available on Extra, but the ones that they have to bring from PS3 or something up... Three then Three. that's why you have to pay the premium for that one which yep it makes sense works yep. out it's a good breakdown um john cena joins Fortnite today get your 20 dollars ready yep get ready to freaking do that <laughs> it's absolutely stupid um i saw a video the other day of um it's the dude i forgot his name but he's big tiktoker and he does okay. pizza review in new york and he was doing it with John Cena the other day. Oh, the Barstool Sports guy? Yeah, the John Cena, yeah, Barstool Sports guy. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's like, that's going to be a 4-2. That's going to be a 6-4. Six, six, I think he does that yep. at the end of all his reviews. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Yep. Dave? Dave something? Yeah, Dave something. Funny guy. Funny guy. Funny guy. Uh, And then Papers, paper, or Papers, Please gets mobile release August 5th. Which actually, you I saw play some... Papers, Please? No, I hear it's great. It's so much fun. Okay, cool. You're just like you're just looking at documents and you're like trying to see if they're legitimate or not. So like it teaches you like what to look for hmm. and you just got to like it's just a like kind of a uh, what's it called like a TSA type scenario yeah. in which they show you your papers and you're, you either you either dump them say get out of here or you're like all right you yeah. can go. And then if you let the wrong people in there's like repercussions. Like there's starts to be like at the end of every day there's like a thing of like all right like this is your food supply like this, oh, this is, is your awesome. pay to get paid enough. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really really good. Cool. Uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3 will get story DLC and the series will continue beyond 3. Nice. Um I saw a funny thing. It's like if you like story play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. If you like gameplay play or if you like story play Xenoblade Chronicles 1. If you like story or gameplay, play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. If you like anime titties, play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of people interacting with that the other day. It was funny. That's funny. And then uh, this morning, right before we recorded, the Backbone PlayStation Edition controller came out, which is also the same exact thing as the regular Backbone. It's just white with the uh, PlayStation buttons the and PlayStation logo. Or PlayStation buttons, yeah. yeah. That's it. 
It looks pretty slick. It sure does. It really sure does. <laughs> and I really want to buy one. But I know it's probably not a good idea. There's no reason for me to do that. I just never see myself playing mobile games. Yeah. I brought my Switch uh, to Austin, to Texas. Didn't open it. I didn't play anything. You know what, Vim? Yeah. Um, New York City is a great place to play mobile games. Absolutely. Or games on your phone because taking the subway. Yeah. Some commutes. Yeah, that's true. Slap that baby in your backpack. You're good to go. Yeah. Dude, I'm so excited on the train. This is great. This is going to be awesome. You're going to need a place right away. Anxiety. I'm not even worried about it. I'm not even worried about it. Yeah. I I think I'm more concerned with getting a job because hmm. I need a job so that I can be more appealing to... to uh, Renters. Yeah, uh, landlords. Landlords, yeah. That's right. Because if you get a guarantor, guarantor is in the cards, but they need to make 80 times the monthly rent. 80 times? Yearly. Yeah, that's crazy. 80 times. Yeah. 40 times if you're the leaser, 80 times if... It's sure. A guarantor. Good times, dude. Insane. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a wild time. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to episode 123. We will be back next week, uh, potentially. What did you move? Saturday. Okay. So I'll be on next week. Okay. Uh, for episode 124. And then we'll figure out how that goes for the next couple weeks. Because, yeah. yeah. No. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. We'll see you next week for 124 and uh thanks for hanging out appreciate you guys if you're listening to this on audio platforms please go check out the youtube clip we're gonna do, it's gonna be the kotor clip so uh yeah check that baby out and check out all the sdc stuff because it's rocky hard awesome dog James i did Ryder all the production that. for our live stream hell so, yeah dude i'm really proud of it so go watch it and leave some nice comments for james please please i love you guys we'll see you next week Bye bye